Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful relief. It's just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So podcasts have really popped off in the last couple years and I feel like a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, Janine, how do I start a podcast? And I'm here to help you out today. So if you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, because I absolutely love podcasting. I think it is so fun and I think everybody should do it. So if you guys are interested in starting one, Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super, super easily. And even on the platform as well, they will distribute it everywhere for you. And then you can even earn money, which is so cool. It's all in one place and it's completely for free. It's called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works. So Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts literally right from your phone or your computer. It's super, super easy. So no matter what y'all setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. So don't feel like you have to have it all together to start one. You can start today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. Also, what is so great is if you do want to have a video feature, video podcasts are available on Spotify and I have that on mine and I think it's just so fun and engaging for my audience to be able to see me on Spotify as well. So with Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. So definitely check that out. And here is the best of all point of this. It is completely free with no catch. So ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just feel like it has been so engaging. I feel like I'm loving the options that that Spotify is giving me with Q and A's and polls and even having video. So I highly recommend you guys give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app, or you can go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You guys are going to love this. If you've been wanting to start it, this is your sign. And I am so excited to have another episode with you guys today. As you guys know, I upload every single Tuesday. So I'm hoping you're having an amazing, amazing Tuesday. I've been loving so far just kind of the podcast I've been putting out. And of course, 
I'm excited for all the future episodes to come, but I'm really, really excited about today's episode just because I do think this is a conversation that needs to be had more. So when Ruth reached out to me, her name is Ruth Jo Simons, she reached out to me and I was like, this is exactly what we need to talk about. I was super excited to chat with her because I just think this is a topic that I personally struggle with and I know a lot of other people struggle with this as well. This is something that um, I feel like I needed to hear myself and it really inspired me and I'm really hoping it'll inspire you as well because... I believe there's just such a hustle culture and a lot of people just striving, exhausted. And I know that's me a lot of the times, like a lot of the times. And so I'm really hoping that today's episode just really inspires you. You might want to take some notes or whatever. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and bring on Ruth because today we're going to be talking about just striving, rest, how to take a break, stop, stop comparing yourself to people on social media and just kind of ultimately like letting the Lord lead your life and your careers and social media and everything that you're doing. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and let's just get right into it. Okay, welcome to Happy and Healthy, Ruth. I'm so excited to have you on today's podcast. Um, would you just go ahead and introduce yourself to my listeners and just kind of give your background and your history? Sure. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, I'm Ruth Jo Simons. I am an author and artist, and you may know me as the founder of gracelaced.com. Um, I'm on Instagram as Ruth Jo Simons and sharing every day about how the gospel intersects our daily life. I've written a few books that um, combine my watercolors with my devotional um, writing, and I'm currently um, in the process of launching a new book called When Strivings Cease Out Into the World, and um, it's finally a, really a book about my story as an Asian American woman who um, ultimately, it's not a memoir, but it really is just my experience in living between two cultures that are both so hustle and approval and performance oriented, which we all can relate to that, whether whatever cultural background we're from, we yeah. all are really living in a time where um, approval and belonging and having others say that we're measuring up kind of feels like the, 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 the measuring stick of the day, right? And so I am really, really obsessed with um, how we can, as women, stop acting as if we are lacking and we're unable to measure up. And I do feel like we have more opportunities than ever. I mean, I know that I, yeah. I'm willing to bet that the gal who's listening right now is somebody who woke up this morning, either trying to meet a goal for um, some organization she started, a social media platform she's working on, a project she's going after, or even a community, a, a community she's trying to get some traction and bring people together. Like we are, we have more opportunities to use our giftings than ever before, but I'd also be willing to guess that somebody who's listening right now is feeling exhausted yeah. and totally worn out and kind of going, I've tried everything. I mean, in fact, I've picked up all the latest formulas and self-help books and self-improvement plans. I might have even start, signed up for um, webinars that are supposed to help me get to the next level. And for whatever reason, we're going, wait, why are these things not working? And so my heartbeat is to help women, especially Bible-believing believing Christ following women to assess whether they are being fueled by grace or they're running 
in chasing of approval. And um, that striving, the striving that I like to define as saying, anxiously working overtime, trying to manipulate our circumstances so that we can achieve or acquire something that we don't quite trust God for, you wow. can fill in the blank. I mean, Janine, you can fill in the blank. I can fill in the blank. Yeah. The listener right now, she can fill in the blank. What is it that you are anxiously trying to manipulate and control so that you can get something that in your heart of hearts, you're kind of not sure mm. if God's going to come through for you on. That's when we're striving. And I'm here to encourage us to lay that striving down and pick up what God has empowered us to do instead. Gosh, that is amazing. I, I really do believe this is such a needed conversation. Um, and I'm sure you know with the whole girl boss, hustle culture. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I was definitely a part of that. And I definitely think um, I still struggle with that a little bit. I almost feel like this episode is for myself, to be honest. Like, I'm excited to learn from you because that's, I think, the number one thing my friends always tell me is they're like, you don't rest, you don't slow down, you don't chill out, you don't take breaks. When do you disconnect? When do you Sabbath? When do you abide? And like, my, I'm glad you have friends who ask you those questions. Oh yeah, That's all the time. Amazing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, crap. Awesome. But That's I do have awesome friends good. that yeah care and they're asking. And I do know that it is so hard that you're going onto Instagram and you're like, oh my gosh, and you 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 feel like you have to do all these things all of a sudden. You're like. Oh my gosh, I need to work out For and sure. I need to plan my day and I need to, and so it's just, yeah. How did you like come to this? Like, what was your journey with learning? Okay. I need to rest and stop striving because it is killing me because I do think it's a slow kill mentally, yeah. physically, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think we, some of us are wired to be strivers, right? Some of us are like achievers. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, assuming that you and I relate to each other because we're probably folks who are like, why take like third place if I could be first? Yeah. Why, like, I mean, of course I'm going to put in another hour making this perfect. Or of course I need to work until about like 10 at night because if I don't get, if I can just do a little bit more, try a little bit harder, I'll get the results I want. And some yeah. of it can be deceiving, right? I mean, like ultimately totally. I'm an entrepreneur. Like I run a business. I, um, I work hard at the things that I'm doing. Calling and being having purpose is a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. And working hard with excellence is a wonderful thing. But there's a difference between striving to earn favor, as in I want to earn other people's approval. I want to find my belonging in this world. I want to feel like I have self-worth. There's a difference between working hard to earn that and working hard because you already have that. Mm. Do you see the difference there? That's very so good. most of my adult life, um, I mean, most of my young adult life, I think a lot of our um, listeners might relate to that feeling you have in college where you're a little bit like, um, I don't know what I want to do in life, but I feel like I got to do, I got to not disappoint anybody. I want to make sure that I make my life count and what am I good at? And I just keep throwing things on the wall, trying to make sure that I like just nail it on this life. Yeah. And sometimes you keep trying and hustling so hard that you just get super exhausted. There's only two ways that can go. You either keep going on the hamster wheel of trying harder or you give up altogether and grow really complacent. I mean, see how like both of those things are really pretty defeating. So for yeah. me, um, I had really grown up um, trying to look for belonging by being prettier, working faster, harder, being better, like all the things. You can think of all the ways in which we sometimes go, if I could just be a little bit more this way, 
I will nail it. I'll get it. I'll be, I'll be seen and known. And ultimately we don't say this out loud, but I'll be loved. And I will feel like I have a place in this world Mm. that my life matters and counts. And I think what I want to say to whoever's listening right now that might feel just a little bit worn out and maybe when she turns off her phone has a moment where she's like, do I really count? Do I really matter? Mm, Yeah. I just want to say, um, God created you on purpose for a purpose. And when you really discover the true gift of grace that God welcomes you on account of his love, not because of how great you are or how much you can accomplish that will fuel you for your life more than any spritz drink or hustle or self-discipline or um, organizational skill. Those are all good things, but literally there's no fuel like true favor from God. And that really came to, I came to the understanding of that through God's word, through discipleship, but I ultimately came to understand that in my twenties and it really has changed everything in my adult life. And so yeah, now you can see me on social media working, but I, my working hard is not working to uh, achieve something that I don't trust God for. I start from a place of, I trust God for this. My life is his, my identity is secure. And that frees me to work and to rest. And rest is important. Rest is totally. that thing that is when we say, God, you are God and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Hustle and striving is when we say, eh, you're God, but I still... My life depends on me. I have to fix it. I have to save myself. What is that phrase? I have to be the hero of my own story. And I think I would be willing to bet that most of the young ladies or any women out there listening to this right now, if you were to trace your way back to what, like think, start with what's making you so worn out right now, just identify it. Like, what are you most exhausted about? Is it that you're trying to make more money? Is it that you're trying to get more followers? Is it you're trying to make that thing you started take off? Are you trying to be known for something that you feel like you're gifted in? And it seems like everybody else, you know, got famous on YouTube doing it, but you haven't, whatever it is, that thing that's making you weary, trace your way back and say, what are you so afraid of not having Mm. by not accomplishing this goal? Well, by not achieving in this area. And if those things lead you back to things like, I'm afraid I'm not going to matter or that I'm not going to have friends or that I'm not going to be comfortable or I'm not going to have my dream life or I'm not going to be loved or welcomed or I'm not going to belong. You have to start by realizing those things were never meant to be given by somebody else or by public opinion. It was meant to be given by God. Wow. That is so good. And I think something too is that we have to realize that those things also will never fully satisfy us because we're striving, striving, striving. And I think that's something that I learned the hard way is that I was working, 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 working. And then even when you get there, you're still like, is this all it is? It's never enough. Yeah, it's, it's never, never enough. enough. It's like, when does yeah. it end? When does the, exactly. especially with social media, there's no yep. cap to how many followers, how much money, how many brand deals, how many likes. And so that's the problem is like, it becomes this repetitive, crazy cycle of like, okay, like there's no, there is no limit. There's no cap to this. And so it does become very, very unhealthy. And so, um, and I just love your heart for these girls out there that are striving because again, like we were saying, like social media plays such a big part into this and there's, you know, I don't, I feel like if we 
all didn't have social media or if we weren't sitting or comparing, like we would never know there's a problem. We would never know there's a lack. We would never even think about, I don't have this or I do have this. And I just think it's, it's sad that social media can be very toxic, but I'm appreciative of people like you. And also, you know, my goal is to help people is to give people like the tools and the, and the, the vision of like, Hey, here's where, you know, you can do better and it's good for the gospel, but here's also where you just need to relax. And I do want to ask you because it is hard. There's a, such a balance between, you know, working and God does bless a hard worker and all that, but then also the rest. And so how would you say there is a good balance between working and striving and earning the things that you want? Because I do believe God, you know, the whole reap what you sow thing and then also, like, I need to rest. You know, there's the Sabbath. God rested on the seventh day. Like, where, how do you deal with that? I'm a real firm believer that what you believe defines how you act. So what you do is comes full out of what your paradigm and your worldview is and what your beliefs are. The fancy way to say that in Christianese is your orthodoxy, what you believe, affects your orthopraxy, like how you live your life. So it'd be easy to just give a, like all of us would love a formula to be like, Hey, it's this many percentage of work. And then you need to always turn off your phone by this time of day. And we all would love formulas. That would be like, God will not only be pleased, but you'll be healthy and you'll lose weight if you just do it this way. Right. I'd love to have that formula, but the truth is it's really about the heart. And that's not just a quick little pass. That's more to say, I think all of us have to start with what is our motivation and what is our goal? What are we, what's our end goal here? What are you actually striving and working hard towards? Is that ultimately to have heaven on earth? Is it that you want to be fully satisfied with belongings and notoriety and fame? And, and those might sound like bad things, but like, are you really trying to make the legacy of your life be the most important things? Or are you trying to ultimately make your life count for eternal things? Wow. And that doesn't mean that you have to be a missionary, right? It means that your life has to be on mission. And so I think the, the thing that we have to start with is like, okay, it's not like there's a right or wrong to how much work or how little work. It's that you will not be able to turn it off if your goal is to save yourself and to make your life crafted in a way that you'll literally have everything you want and you don't have to really trust God to sustain you. I mean, that's a really hard thing. I can't answer that for you, Janine, and you can't answer that for me, but in your heart of hearts, you will know whether you are living out of peace and trusting God for things, or you're like, if I don't secure the next deal, nothing will go right in my life. Right. That, That person doesn't know how to turn off their phones. And so I would say just on a practical level, boundaries are good. It's really good to discern and define like, hey, when is a good time for me to cut it off and decide to have real life conversations, go out to dinner with a real friend, have real conversations that don't exist on the internet. Those are really good practical things. I, our family, like I choose to go out of cell service one day a week for sure. Like I go nature, like I just go somewhere, we drive a distance and I go hike with my boys. I'm a mama um, to a bunch of boys. And so I choose to Sabbath in a way where I can't even, I can't even refresh my page. You know, like mm. there's nothing, I can't see anything. There's no cell service. If I want to share something and just to Instagram stories later, it has to be way later, Graham, because I just, I'm in the moment. And so sometimes it's good to just force yourself in really practical ways. But I think 
we spend a lot of time for, especially overachievers like us, yes. it's really easy to be impressed with yourself. Impressed mm, with your numbers, mm-hmm. impressed with how much you got done, impressed with the fact that you emptied, you cleared your inbox today and you made sure that you got everything just right. But when we're really impressed with ourselves, mm. we stop being impressed with God. Mm. We think that we are so great and we are so capable. And as creatives and content creators, it's really easy to be like output, output, output. And totally. we don't spend a lot of time with input. And I'm just I'm just saying to any young woman out there who wants to run the race well, you will not cross the finish line and run the race well if you are not caring for your soul, Mm -hmm. if you are not going back to the Lord and like kneeling before him and surrendering that you're not God and he is. And he will do whatever it takes to teach you that. He will take do whatever it takes to win your heart back to him so that you're not over there self-reliant. And sometimes that comes in a form of humbling. Yeah. Don't don't force his hand to have to show you how how much you need to be humbled. Don't wait till you are physically ill and that you realize that you really aren't God and that you can't hustle forever. Don't wait until that you're sleep deprived and something's not right with your body. You know, he will do whatever it takes to help you surrender to him and let those be like daily rhythms that you start learning to do now care for the temple that he gave you to serve him with because you're no good to anybody if you're not caring for the vehicle in which you can proclaim the good news. Wow. You're like totally just speaking to my soul (laughs) because that is definitely like something I struggle with a lot. And you know, what you were even saying just with like social media, like we're constantly outpouring, outpouring, outpouring. And it is so important to rest. And I'm not, I'm learning this now, but I would say, in the past, exactly what you said, like the Lord, if you're not resting, you're taking care of yourself. He's like, I'm going to do it for you. And I kid you not. I mean, at least once a quarter or something around the same time for the last four or five years in a row, I was in the hospital with either shingles, um, bed bugs. I broke, broke a toe, got my UCL torn, like every single year, something happened where the Lord was like, rest, rest, rest. And so I can completely testify to that. And I'm not like super big on the Enneagram, but I am a three on the Enneagram. I'm an achiever. I love, you know, I love working hard. It really does make me feel good, but you're absolutely right. Like if it's just all about like me, 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 like it's not going to be sustaining. And if it's something that you're just driving and it's like all your power and all your mind and everything that you're doing, and it's not reliant upon the Lord it's going to fall. It's going to like, if it's not built on the foundation of Christ, it's not going to last. It's not going to be a sustaining. And I've seen that happen in my own life. And I think that's something that I learned the hard way. And that's something I'm really glad I learned the hard way because you're absolutely right. Like if it is not built on the foundation of Christ, like it's not going to last. And people will, I think, see through that eventually as well. And I think if you're trying to give from a place of lack as well. Like it's just going to fall. And I think giving from a place of abundance from a cup that's filled from Christ is, is so, so important. I think that's something that I personally really strive to do with my roommate. We, we, We live together. We try to have mornings that are very quiet, very still, very restful. They're not just like, wake up, go, 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 go. And of course, there are days like that. I'm sure you get that. You're a mom Absolutely. of six. There are seasons, right? There are seasons. Seasons for everything. But just, yeah, prioritizing the rest and going to bed early. And I try to read before bed and all that stuff just so I'm not 
scrolling, scrolling, scrolling on my phone. And I love that you even take time, you know, out of the week to just be present with your kids and just to go and get off self-service. And I think sometimes what people think rest looks like is just lying there and being like, I need to have my phone off. I need to be fasting and praying. I need to have a sermon in front of me. And I think rest can look like and soul care can be exactly what you were saying. It's like, you're so busy having fun. You're getting filled up by other people. You're off hiking, camping, whatever, that you're like, this, like, what? I don't even think about this. Like, this is so on the back burner. And that's my favorite thing, too, is just to be around people that fill my soul that your phone just, you completely forget about it. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, the thing that's sneaky about not resting and the sneaky thing about achievement and striving is that you don't realize that you've made an idol out of work Mm. and success. It, It just sneaks up on you. And the best way to, like, assess yourself is to say, what makes me super, super unhappy? Is it when you put a post out and for whatever reason, the algorithm hates you right now. And you're like, oh my goodness, it's like got not nobody's noticing. And I, I worked so hard and it's not getting very far. You started a, you, you're selling a course and nobody's like paying attention to it. Or let's say you do get ill and you literally have to stop working for a week and you're miserable. Think about what makes you the most unhappy and what causes you to almost feel like I, I deserve better. Whatever that thing is, you can realize, oh, wow. I've kind of put my happiness and my hope around this, this thing, this yeah. achievement or this goal. And really, I think that's when you realize that you're not aligned to our true hope and our true, true joy in our identity in Christ. And that's why it's so important. It's not a one and done. It's not like, hey, if I Sabbath and I rest one day a week, everything will be right. It's like almost daily. That's right. why every day it's important to be like, am I... A, Am I willing to lay down the part where I think I can still control? I can still do one more thing. If I just spend a little more time on email, I'll fix it all. Or are you able to say, hey, he's still in control. I'm not the one that caused the stars to come out at night. He's still got this. He's on the throne. I can rest. I can go eat a meal, go for a walk, and I can pray about the things that worry me rather than trying to fix it. Mm. That's so good. Yeah. Coming from the stance of like just laying it down and having your hands open with the Lord. I do think it is a little bit hard, though, and I do want to hear your take on this just because, you know, like as a working woman and you're an author and you're a mom and like I'm sure you're extremely busy. How do you go about it with your day when you do have this long to do list? And, you know, for me, obviously, like I have a team that's super great and that's super, super helpful. But Some people may not have that. They may not have, you know, the assistant or someone to go grocery shopping for them or whatever. Like, so what would you say for the people out there that are like, okay, like that sounds great in theory. Like I'd like to do that, but this stuff has got to get done. Like no one else is going to do it. And they're working nine to five and maybe they come home to kids and they have a dog and they have a husband or whatever. Like, how do you give advice to girls that are like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Well, I think a common trait for a lot of us who struggle with striving is that we're also perfectionists and we're also idealists. We kind of think that we could, we should be able to do it all and have it all, all at the same time. So it's hard for some of us to think that we can't actually have everything exactly the way we want it all at the same time. And I may not be able to say yes to everything all at the same time. It doesn't mean that you can't at some point do this or that, but it may mean that you can't, you have to make a choice right now. 
what is a priority. And so I think the first thing that I would say about, you know, yes, you just mentioned a team, like in time, if you're growing a business or if you're growing, um, your platform or whatever you're trying to work on in time. Yeah. Bring people along to join. You don't try to do everything on your own, but at some level, every one of us, whether you have a team or not, whether, I mean, I have a robust team and I still have to do this. You have to make a choice about what you're called to in this particular season. What are the non-negotiables? What are Mm. the most important things that only you can do? Only I can speak into my kid's life as their mama. It doesn't mean that I have to play every round of Play-Doh or every game with them, but it means that I am the primary influence as a mom in their lives. So that is a non-negotiable. It's a non-negotiable that I will write the words that I, that I have to fill up my soul so that when I share with my audience what is worth sharing, that it comes from a place of filled up and not a regurgitation. Yeah. That's a non-negotiable. But is it a non-negotiable that my closet be perfectly cleaned out right now? Is it a non-negotiable that I make sure that every single meal is a home-cooked meal that starts from scratch with organic ingredients? (laughs) You have to answer those for yourself. Not everybody's, you know, for you, it might be a non-negotiable that for your mental health, you have to go on a walk every day. So it may not mean that you can go to the gym or get this like two-hour amazing workout with a trainer but maybe it means that you go on a 30 minute walk and listen to a podcast while you're doing that. But you have to decide what are the non-negotiables that you're called to that must be the real things. And then let some things go, say no to some things or accept that some things aren't going to be the most amazing version of your attempt at that time. Right. It might mean that my living room isn't perfectly clean and my pillows aren't perfectly chopped and beautiful and that's okay for this season. Mm. So I think that, it's okay to reassess and say, okay, I'm currently writing a book. Maybe this season looks like this. And then once this is over, I reassess and move things around a little bit and make time for other things. Mm. But to communicate that and say, for those of us who are people pleasers, Hey friend, I can't meet you for coffee every single week at this in for the next four weeks, but I will in time. I will in time, but you're not a failure of a friend if you have to say no for a particular season to mm. to prioritize the things in your life that you have to prioritize. Okay, that is such a good point because I think that's something I didn't even really like think about is boundaries and saying no because that is part of quitting the striving all the time because I think there's always someone you can meet. There's always more to do. There's always more coffee dates. There's always more you can post and that's, I think, something that I also had to learn the hard way, and I'm still working on it, is the say no. And people always tell me that. They're like, you need to learn to say no, and you like having boundaries. And I think boundaries are something that I don't think I would typically associate with rest. Is I, don't, I wouldn't typically associate those, but it makes sense that boundaries are important for yourself, for others, because people will come to you if they know that you're someone that's constantly like, giving, 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 giving. And then they're like, okay, great. Like I know she'll always be there, but then you end up doing that for all these people. And that's why this like constant cycle keeps happening and you don't rest and you get home and you're exhausted and you're like, I have literally nothing left to give. And so that's awesome that you mentioned that. Well, even good things can be things that you have to say no to, right? Because not all you're, we're not called to everything, even good things at the same time. And we will not be able to, and I think I just live by this, like I will not be able to fulfill what God's called me to do if I'm trying to please everybody or trying to do all the things. And so I think, again, it's the hard work of doing self-assessment and saying, 
Am I saying yes to these things because I'm afraid of disappointing people, not having friends, letting somebody down, or because it's just hard because of FOMO, for example? Am I saying yes to every social engagement because I'm afraid that somebody will forget me or they won't think that I'm their favorite mm. person if I'm not at every party, at every baby shower, at everything, right? So you might be tired because you're saying yes to too many good things and not stewarding well the specific things that you're called to do. Oh, that is so good. I feel like I need to like re-listen to that one again. <laughs> that needs to be like a quote, I think for me. Yeah, that's actually just such a good point. And I do think if you have the right people in your life, they're going to understand, hey, I need to take a step back. I need to take care of myself. And I think the right people in your life should be pushing you towards that, pushing you towards rest and asking, hey, how are you doing? And are you doing soul care? And I think, again, we might have a misunderstanding of soul care versus self-care because I think a lot of people think, okay, self-care, I'm just going to like, you know, get my nails done and relax. And that is great and all, but I do think taking care of the actual soul of us is more important than just the physicality of our nails and our hairs and whatever. Like, that's great. But I do think, yeah, really getting time with the Lord to say, okay, God, like, one of my friends always said this to me. She was like, look at your to-do list and ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do on this to-do list? And I remember thinking like, that is so dumb. Like, why would I sit there and look at my to-do list and be like, God, what am I supposed to do? Like, it sounds a little like frilly, but I think it does make sense in asking the Lord, like, Lord, like, what would you have me do? What would be best serving to your people? What would be best serving to fill me up, help me, help me know you more, and then in turn help others. But it's so hard to do in the practicality because it sounds a little cliche and maybe God doesn't respond as quickly as you would like him to. But I think as, as we're tuning in with the Lord more, we're spending more time with him, we're abiding, we're resting, it becomes yeah. easier and easier to do that and to know what he wants. And I think that's what it means to walk in step with the spirit, right? Mm. I mean, we, we tend to be like, okay, Jesus saved me so that I won't be headed to dis utter destruction and hell. But then we try to take on the rest of our life, like ourselves. Hey, thanks for saving me. Now I'm going to save myself for here until heaven's gate, right? When really grace was meant to sustain us as well. It's the grace is not just the means by which we are no longer enemies. Grace is the means by which we stay near to Christ forevermore. And so when we're trying to do things on our own, we're basically saying, thanks for saving me, but I got this now. And yeah. that's just not biblical. It's not the way we're made to function. And so when we're really tired and when we're really exhausted and we're really like, is it worth it? Am I measuring up? Those are <laughs> the questions that help you realize like, oh my goodness, I think I'm literally trying to do this on my own when God's given me the gift of grace to walk in step with him and be near to him mm. and not do this on my own. That's so good. Yeah. And just before I close out, I just kind of want to just, you know, to say like, I think our bodies as well, just know, we know when something's off, it'll start manifesting in acne or bloating or the bags underneath our eyes. And of course, again, there's seasons for different things of grinding and hustling and creating that business or whatever. But I just think our bodies, they know when something is up. And so learning to listen to our bodies is very, very important because if we're striving and striving and striving, like you were saying, like your body is going to be like, I'm getting sick. I have a sore throat. I'm tired, acne, whatever. I'm gaining weight, all this stuff. And so very, it's very important to listen to our bodies as well. And just sometimes say like what you were saying, like 
this can wait. Like, I don't need to do this right now. Because I can literally look at my office right now and I can see right. <laughs> so much that needs to be done. I'm like, oh my gosh, right. everything's disorganized. But I'm like, that is not my top priority. Like, if I can yeah. delegate, that'd be great. Or if I have a free day, great. But that's not top priority. So I love that you touched upon that as well. And do you have anything like la- final comments you want to say before we close out uh, to my listeners? I love, I love this conversation. And I think just as a final reminder, you know, God's word tells us, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm. And I think for any woman who would like to have a voice and to impact her generation, start with you, start with yourself, make sure that you are filled up and that your heart is overflowing because empty, like what we've been talking about for this podcast is like running on empty. That's what striving is, is like literally going, I, don't, I got nothing, but I'm just going to keep on pushing, keep on pressing on. And really out of the overflow of the heart is what you're going to speak, what you're going to write, how you're going to serve. Everything comes out of there. So look at the reservoir that is being built up in you and ultimately invest in your soul, invest in what is filling you up because you're being discipled by something. And Mm. don't let that be social media. Don't let social media and other people's opinions be what's discipling you. Let the Lord be the 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 tutor of your life, like let the word of God train you so that when the Lord gives you a microphone, when he gives you a platform, when he gives you ladies in your community that gather around and you have an opportunity to impact one life or 1000 that you have something to say. Mm -hmm. And so make sure that you start with yourself. Mm, That is such a great note to end on. Thank you so much. I thoroughly enjoyed this and I really believe this is going to bless a ton of people, whether it's guys or girls. But I do think that just within hustle culture, this is such a needed conversation and I don't hear it enough Mm -hmm. because there's other podcasts like I can think of one specific, but ones that's just very like, go, go, go and earn and post. You need to do like five Instagrams a day and a reel and a TikTok and and, 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 like it. You just are like, like you feel like you're drowning. And I love that this is like, no, like take a break. You'll be fine. Like they can wait. And so I'm super thankful to have you on here. Um, and will you just let my followers again, know where they can get your book, where they can find you on social media again. And that'd be awesome. Well, I'd love to connect with you and encourage you on the daily at Ruth Joe Simons on Instagram. That's R U T H C H O U S I M O N S. You can see my work and the business I run at grace laced and gracelaced.com. And you can find my books anywhere. Books are sold on Amazon, Hobby Lobby, Barnes and Noble target. Um, I hope they bless you. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time and I will chat with you soon. All right, you guys, that was my episode today with Ruth. I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know I did. I know that I was like, um, I think I need to re-listen to that and maybe take some notes for myself because as I was saying, this is something that I personally struggle with quite a bit. So I just wanted to be honest and real with y'all because it's definitely something that is very, very hard. But I'm really hoping this episode blessed you today. Definitely check out Ruth's stuff down below. All her links will be down below her book, and everything of that sort. Um, And let us know on the Happy and Healthy Instagram if you guys are liking this episode, what you thought about it, um, what you took away from it, and just who else you want to see on Happy and Healthy. Um, Of course, I just want to, you know, do whatever best serves y'all, whatever you guys want to hear, and just overall try to bless you guys with this podcast. And, of course, still have fun and do topics I want to do. But 
Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I post every single Tuesday. If you guys can leave a review, that is super, super helpful for me as well. So leave a review. And also, if you feel like you want to donate monthly, that would be super appreciated. Um, there is a Patreon link you guys can click to down below. We do have monthly supporters, which is so, so, so sweet. So thank you guys so much if you're a monthly supporter. And if you want to donate to the podcast and just sow a seed into what we are doing here, definitely do that. I would much appreciate it. But again, no, no pressure if that's not something you want to do. And then if you're not watching the YouTube already, go ahead and subscribe uh, the YouTube. You can actually watch these episodes instead of listening. So whatever floats your boat, if you want to watch or just listen, that's great. But just know we do have a YouTube channel as well. So that'll be linked down below. I love you guys. I will see you next Tuesday for another episode of Happy and Healthy. Until then, stay happy and healthy. Okay, so